Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome from Victory to Victory to our podcast episode number 13. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, our holistic wellness events, services, and our online resource center, encouraging you to live your best life by possessing the holistic approach, feeding the spirit, mind, body, and making it a lifestyle. Simply put, Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Listeners, it is our prayer time. Precious Father, thank you for this another glorious day. Father, we love you, we magnify you, we glorify you. You are so amazing. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed me and given me another opportunity to come before your listeners, Father God to do another podcast 13 god we are so grateful and we're so thankful for this opportunity father god to be a blessing now father god i ask that you move me out of the way father god and use myself as well as our guest today father god we're traveling across the usa remotely with all this wonderful technology you have blessed us with so god we're just praising you use this father for your glory And thank you, Father, for everyone. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you, Father God, once again, for the participants. Uh, And we just really, just, I just really appreciated uh, this opportunity. And uh, we want to thank you, God, for blessing every household and everyone is connected who will be listening, Father God, and those, once again, who will be participating across the USA. Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All righty, listeners, I am so, so excited. I put emphasis on the so excited because if you are a regular listener, you know Miss Mary is always excited on this podcast. I'm always excited. Um, you, um, so that's why I've got, I put the, oh, (laughs) so, you know, I'm going to tell you, uh, what I'm so excited about. Well, we're doing something a little different today on this podcast, number 13. Yes, I have, um, not just one guest as usual, but, 
uh, as we usually do. We usually have one guest, but I have guests, as you heard me say, in the prayer across the USA. Yes, they are going to be joining me um, right here on this podcast from different geographical locations. Okay, all righty, guys. Okay, just hold on now. <laughs> so, um, to my dear listeners, um, before we start that segment, um, I want to have a conversation with you just a little bit. Um, I thought I would take the opportunity to, to, to do this, and we're going to have a, um, a little bit of a teaching on our spiritual this. Um, Today, you know, we um, educate in different areas. We are holistic um, wellness, but once again, we uh, educate in different areas. So I want to take this opportunity, first of all, to welcome my new listeners and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I also wanted to um, inform you and remind my regular listeners to make sure you have something to take notes because once again, this is an educational podcast as stated, you know, in the greeting, we say that and our introduction, we all, you know, we remind you that once again, we are um, here to educate you. And we, that's part of our navigating uh, you to live in that holistic life, that where the abundant life. So, and we want to encourage you, empower you. That is our business, encouragement and empowerment. Yes. So, uh, on this podcast, once again, as I said, we're going to do something a little different. But I thought I would start off by saying God loves you. God loves you. Yes, he does. And remember that no matter what is going on in your life, that God loves you and he knows what you're going through. God meets you right where you are, meaning it doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been, what race you are, what nationality, your gender, your profession, how much money you got in the bank, how much money you got in your wallet. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter where you live, what kind of car you have. It doesn't matter what kind of weave you got in your hair or how long your nails are. None of those things matters to God. What God What matters to God is that he loves you and he gave his only begotten son for you and me so we can have eternal life with him. So don't take, uh, you know, don't once again, I'm going to let you know, don't take my word for it. It is in the Bible, the book of instructions for living before leaving this earth. And John 3.16, there are other scriptures, but John 3.16 is one of the famous scriptures that that comes so clear. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And that's what it says right there in John 3.16. So once again, I want you to remember that God loves you. 
It didn't matter what you've done, where you've been, or none of those things that I said before. But remember that God loves you. He does. He really loves you. I love you, but God loves you more. I have two wonderful sons, and I'm going to tell you right up front, I would not give neither one of them for you. But God gave up his son, Jesus, for all of us. He was the perfect one to undo the mess that Adam and Eve made. It was God's son, Jesus, who paid man's mankind's sin debt. So we could have an opportunity to have eternal life. And Jesus agreed to it. He agreed to it. I always think often about Jesus three times. He asked, could he pass that cup? But then he said, not my will, Father. Thine will be done. Amazing. Nobody but God. And Jesus confirms that God loves you and he loves you too. Let's look at John 10, 10. It says that the devil came to kill, steal, and destroy. And we know he does. And he is so good at his job. Uh, that's the only thing he's good at. He's good at his job. But he come to kill, steal, and destroy. But the other part of the verse, which is this is the part we're focusing on, want you to get. God, Jesus says, I came that they may have life more abundantly. And this is also... Uh, my I found in scripture from victim to victories found in scripture and um, all of what I'm telling you is good news you hear me say that in introduction also we'll talk about the good news in our introduction that God loves you that's good news and he is just waiting for you listeners to make the move if you have not yet made that move if you're not a believer you haven't given your life to him and giving your heart to be giving him your heart to him because he is in the heart transplant business. So once again, he is waiting for you. That's why I say it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. God meets you right where you are. He is waiting for you. Yes, he is. And, you know, um, he's waiting for you to make that move. Listen. What you, well, the only thing you need to do, what you need to do is, not the only thing, but it's, this is, and I love this because it, it makes it, it simpler. If we just think about the ABCs, we call it the ABCs of salvation. But uh, the ABCs, first you, the A, admit that you are a sinner and ask God to forgive you. B, believe in your heart. It's a faith move. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And C, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and invite him into your heart. So, you know, once again, just trust God and believe in God. And then the prayer. There's a prayer. You pray a prayer. The prayer of this prayer. Your prayer would be something like this. Since you've admitted that you're a sinner you believe in your heart, you, be, you admit it that you're a sinner and you ask God to forgive you. You believe in your heart, did Jesus, did God raise Jesus from the dead? And then you confess it with your mouth. Meaning you're saying, you got to speak it. You got to speak that. Speak it. And 
a prayer. There's a prayer. This is a simple prayer that goes something like this. Repeat this after me. Dear Lord, I admit that I have sinned and I ask you to forgive all my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And I confess Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior of my life and invite you into my heart right now. And I believe that I am saved. And I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And you are saved. You are saved. Now, listeners, that is the first step to living that victorious life, that abundant life that we talk about. That God gave his son the light, the life. Uh, Jesus gave his life. He died for you while on the, he died for you, you and you have life here for everlasting. You have this abundant life on earth and you have everlasting life, life forever after, eternal life. But right now, right here, the abundant life that we're talking about on earth while you're living here, that is what he died for you for as well as eternal life. So, and he died for all of us to experience our best life and our, our prosperous, successful life. And the first step, and that's very key, vital, essential, however you want to say, is very key for you to have that abundant life that that is the first step you have to take, accepting him into your heart is your Savior and your Lord. And it is... From Victims to Victories, that's our purpose and our mission to share this good news with you and to help you through, once again, our educational our educational programs we help you through. That's how we help you is we educate you, we encourage you, and that is the empowerment of what we, what we educate you on. That's your empowerment. And we educate in five areas, spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental wellness, financial, and the pre-planning. Those are the five areas that we educate in. We have a dynamic uh, team, I call Team Victory. And they are dynamic, dynamic in what they do. They're experts, they're professionals. And they know um, what they're doing. And God has blessed them with the knowledge and wisdom. And they are like-minded like me. They want you to have experienced that victorious life, the abundant life. And this is the vision for From Victim to Victory that God entrusted me with. Um, so we are existence. We've been in existence ever since 2017. And yes, we're in our third year so um now let me say this i want to i want to say this and make it make it clear and let me say it another way to get to give you a, maybe a better understanding now because you hear in, a, in the introduction we said we help you navigate okay so i the knowledge that the guy had given me was like a navigational system in your car you know in the navigational system you put in all the information the address and all that but we can't make your car move. Now, that's your part. <laughs> we can encourage you, and I encourage you to make the right decision. Receive, your ama receive the amazing gift that God has given us, his son, 
humble yourself, confess that you are a sinner and you want to receive him as Savior and Lord of your life. And after this first step, then you should, the things, the education that we give you, once again, you're not alone. You're not by yourself. You have him to help you. So I can't, uh, shouldn't be in your vocabulary for your abundant life because yes, you can and you're not in it by yourself because you have God to seek. You have him to help you. And now um, let me let me just speak to my listeners who are believers who might have feel like that you did something, that you sinned, you fell down, you messed up. You said, Miss Mary, you don't know what I did. You don't know what I did. I messed up bad. No, no, no. You know, I'm going to remind you, there is no condemnation in God. He forgives. He's merciful, not like man. <laughs> God truly loves you. He forgives you and he helps us up. He helps us up. We learn and we let it go and we move on. Ask for forgiveness and repent. You know, that's that, that, that's that challenging part for us. You turn around, you move on. You don't do that no more. That's what you do. And let it go. Let God. So, and especially I want to say that to our new believers. Just because you're a converter, you converted, it doesn't mean that you won't sin again. God knows that's why he, that's why we need Jesus. That's why he gave us Jesus because he is the perfect one. And we look through him by fa- through faith. We through faith with meaning that we have a new attitude, that we have a Christ-like mind. We don't plan to sin. We don't want to sin, and the Holy Spirit helps us cuz he convicts us and reminds us once again. And so you have great assets. We have great assets to that holistic package. Holistic spelled H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C package. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity that gives you power. I'm telling you that package is power, authority, and victory. So when you got him, we fall down. But they get, we get back up. God helps us up. So just remember that once again, open your heart, your mouth and ask and repent. That's what you do and move on. Okay, uh, for the listeners, I want to address this. Maybe some listeners saying and a- or asking, now, is this one of those religious podcasts? <laughs> My answer is absolutely not. <laughs> we are about relationship. We are relationship builders. This is what I noticed about, since you're talking about religion, this is what I noticed about religion and these so-called religious uh, people. Some of them go to church every Sunday with their Bibles. They go to Bible study. They go to all the means, whatever. They go. They can quote the Bible. They can quote the scriptures left and right. We we know it, <laughs> but they don't live it. They don't live it. Believers live like the rest of the world these days. This is what I'm. Uh, this is what I see happening, and. Um, we should be living, we shouldn't be living like the rest of the world. We should not be living like the rest of the world. We are set apart. 
God has set us apart as a believer. You are set apart for his light to shine in us and through us. We are to be glorifying him, drawing people to him. When people meet you, when people meet us uh, as believers, when they meet us, there should be something done. We should be do. We should do something. Something that that person that can that is an indication to them that we belong to God, that we're children of God, and we should not have to tell them that we're Christians. That shouldn't come out of our mouth. That shouldn't have to come out of our mouth. So, anyway, enough about that. But I did want to take time once again, spiritual teaching today. And um, I hope you got some notes. Hope you got some good notes. Okay. (laughs) If nothing else, you got some scripture. I'm going to give you some more later. You know, I love to encourage you. So we're going to get some more encouragement before we leave this line. But right now, okay, I know, um, you know, with this, this COVID-19 the little C, as I always tell people, little C, because I know and we know the big G-O-D can handle it is handling his business. Okay, but once again, being that that is the thoughts and conversation of so many people, most people, I would say, God dropped into my spirit to invite around the USA to put it out there. I sent an invite out to people. Um, to come on the podcast to join me and we're going to focus. So our focus today, keep in mind with our listeners, um, with our uh, guest, we are going to keep in mind that um, once again, we're going to focus on the positive effects of Corona, positive effects of Corona or COVID, whatever you refer to it, COVID-19. Um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on that because we know, we know that there are some positive things. If you go, what positive, what can be positive about that? Yes, the positive things are going on. Um, you know, the media focuses on the negative. That's their job. That's what they do. That's how they sell their papers and news. But once again, we know that there are many positive things that are going on. Uh, people are um, surviving Corona. They focus on the deaths, but people are surviving. Also, because um, we know, first of all, we know that God says all things work together for good. No matter how bad it looks in man's eyes, we know that he's always working behind the scene. He says that his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He is God, all-powerful, almighty God. So I'm not saying that COVID-19 is of God. No, you know, Satan is very good at what he does. But don't get it twisted now, because God uses Satan's mess to bring him glory as well. So he takes it and he makes it, he turns it into good. So once again, the way I'm going to say it, the way I like to say it, God is in control. And I'm going to say that again. God is in control. And I'm going to say it like I like to say it. God is large and in charge. That's how I like to say it. And God is handling his business. Don't think he not. He handling his business. We need to just make sure we handling ours. And that's seeking him. Being obedient, listen, because he is speaking and he's talking. So 
seek him and listen to what he says and be obedient because God don't play. You don't play. Obedience is better than sacrifice. He does have a sense of humor, but he don't play. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. All righty, guys. So are you ready, listeners, to hear from my guests? Yes, I know you are. I know you are. I know you are. All righty. So let's get our first caller. Hold on, hold on. Okay, listeners, we have our first caller on the on the podcast with me. Well, not caller, our first guest, I should say. And so I'm going to have her tell us where her name and location is. Go ahead. I am. My name is Valerie, and I am in Antioch, California. Go ahead, Val. Okay, Antioch, California. I never heard of that, but I'm going to find out where Antioch is. We got a lot of churches named Antioch. But <laughs> anyway, but thank you, Val, for joining us. And we got California. All right. We're starting on the West Coast. All right. <laughs> okay, so Val, tell us. What is your um, occupation, or are you working, Carolyn? I have an occupation, but I'm not working right now. I am a dialysis practitioner. Okay. Okay, so with um, the COVID-19, so are you working from home? Are you working remotely or, or not working well, right really, now? Right now, I am not working, but I am doing a lot of uh, working for others. Oh, okay, great, because that was going to be now next question. How has Corona affected you? And um, then what are you what are you doing? You know, since things are different for all of us, what are you doing to? Um, so you said doing work for others. And so I know that's a lot of things. So we don't have time for you. <laughs> but anything else? Um, what about? In your community, your area, any you heard any um, really good stories? So either you could tell us, you know, one of the things that you're doing because we want to, you know, once again, I've told the listeners that this is about um, we're focusing today. Our focus is on the positive effects of Corona. So, yeah. Well, I must say this. Uh, thank God for salvation. First of all, thank God mm-hmm. for Him being a part of my life, and a lot of my time is prayer and reading and studying his word mm-hmm. and also uh when i say get out and doing other things i have been doing a lot of uh visiting the elderly uh on one-on-one um encouraging them and reading with them and just inspiring them because they need uh you know people to be there for them mm-hmm. because they usually by themselves yes. uh torture them so Thank God for that. A lot of witnessing, studying, and praying. Wonderful. Actually, Val, you know, that's what I just finished doing with the listeners. We are spiritual. It was education today on the spiritual. So that's what we were just talking about, um, salvation. And you're right. And um, so that's that's wonderful. And, and I always remind the listeners every week to call and check on those, especially, yeah. you know, this isolated and alone. Yeah. Um, and I do that. I try to do that myself, too. 
So that's great. That's great. Now, when you're visiting, are you do you are you doing the precautions? Are you all doing the court precautions, yes. wearing the mask and the gloves and yes. the distancing? So, so once again, see, uh, because that's what I tell people: you could be doing something, and you know, over the phone, yes. you're not even you don't have to worry about the distances, and you're on the phone, just call. So, but right. you're blessed to to go out. That is great. That's wonderful. All righty, yeah. let's see. Um, anything else you want to tell us to encourage our listeners before I let you go? Well, continue to pray. Continue to seek God. Because I do believe this is what God is calling us to do, to really reach out and seek Him. Um, know that He is important. He has all things in control. And it's going to all work out for our good. Yeah, yeah, so true. Now, do you know any, um, have you had anybody in your family or anybody that you know directly that has had the coronavirus? Yes, I've uh, friends. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's been about five, mm-hmm. and about three of them have passed away. Mm-hmm. But thank God they are, um, they were born again, and um, yeah. that makes a difference. So and t- God knows what he's doing. Yes, he does. So two survived, huh? So two of them survived. Yeah. You said about five. Yeah, because we praise God because that's why I was telling the listeners earlier, you know, the media focus on the deaths, but we know that people are mm-hmm. surviving. It's, you know, people yeah. are surviving and, and they don't really talk oh, about yeah, I know. that. I do know a couple that, ha- that has it. Mm-hmm. They are surviving, exactly. Mm-hmm. I've been in the medical field, you, you know, the, the personnel. Right. The yeah, they've been pretty good. They've been, you know, uh, going to the doctor, but yet they have survived. They're mm-hmm. here on this earth. So thank God for that. Yes, yes, praise God. God. I would encourage, encourage everybody to stay healthy, eat right, exercise, mm-hmm. and um, believe God for the healing yeah. of the nation. Praise God, yeah. Thank you so much from Val, from Antioch, Cal- California. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining us, and I love you. And that's one of my cousins, everybody. So you know that. That's my <laughs> thanks again, Val. I'll talk to you You're later. So love you. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye bye. Okay, listeners, we have our next guest, and state your name and your location, please. Okay, Van, I need you to speak up a little louder, please. Let's say that again. Oh. How did I say Van? I said I say Evangelist. You're on recording. You can say what you want to say, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. on the podcast. Say what you want to say. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm Evangeline, and I, my nickname is Van, and I am located in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, great. Nashville represented. Yes. <laughs> All righty. So tell us, Van, what's your occupation? Oh, I am an interim dean of the graduate school at Meharry Medical College. I need you to speak up a little louder, Van. I'm sorry. I need you to speak up a little louder. Oh, okay. I'm also a professor of physiology at Meharry as well. I do research and teach. And now I'm an administrator. Okay. So, Van, are you working at the school or are you working remotely? I'm working in both places. Mm-hmm. I 
I mostly go to work do at least on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I stay home. I'm sorry, I need you to speak up, Van. I'm sorry, I need you to speak up. Speak up. <laughs> speak up. I want to make sure we they can hear you. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of, like, conference calls. We do Zoom calls now. We have to transition online with our courses. So I have to work both at home and I have to go in, which I can tell you a little bit more about that later. Okay, and just make sure you keep your volume up. I need you to, I know you talk a little soft, but I need you to speak up on watching these volumes. (laughs) Because okay. I want to make sure the listeners can hear you. Okay, so um, do you know any uh, COVID-19 cases or families or friends or any co-workers? Or, and, and let me know um, if you know anyone that has, that, that, that has experienced the virus or experiencing the virus. Oh, I don't know of anyone personally who has experienced the virus, but I know that there have been several cases at my school, because we're a medical school, they have a hospital and clinic. Talk louder for me, please. I'm sorry. Talk louder. Some of the people in the clinic have tested positive for the virus, and I think we have one student that tested positive for the virus, but these people will actually stay at home, so... So that's what they are doing now. So it's not really spreading at the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, well, okay. Well, we, so have you, have you heard anything from them or, uh, since they've been sent home uh, as to how they are doing or oh, in I contact? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming that these people are doing okay. I don't know any details. Right. It. Okay. But also, I wanted to mention that my school, Meharry, is a testing site for the city for coronavirus. So, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we actually test people for the virus, and they collect the samples and send them off to a lab, and then the results go to the public health department. Okay. Okay. So, we really, really do need to keep, once again, we all, our listeners, we have to, um, all of us have to really make sure we pray for the people who are on the front lines who are uh, working so hard to protect others. And um, we see that, you know, they're putting themselves in jeopardy and in danger and their families. So, yeah. yeah. So, and um, really, we do. Um, so the next question is, um, what are, Van, tell us what are the positive things that you see, um, that has taken place, um, personally, your family, your job, um, since COVID-19? Positive. Yeah, the positive things as far as my job is concerned is that we are testing people. And our president, Dr. James Childress, he is like on TV nationwide talking. Okay, Van, I'm sorry. You were saying? Oh, I was saying that at our school that we are making a difference in the community because we are testing people for the virus. And as you, well, as people know nationwide, like this virus is disproportionately affecting African-Americans, but they represent 70% of the death rate. 
And so our mission at Meharry is to help the underserved. So the community that we live in is mostly African-American. So we are there as a testing site to be able to help the people in the area. Wonderful. So that, yeah, that is great. That is good news. And once again, the positive things, very positive. So we appreciate that. And thank you all. And once again, we just want to keep those people in prayer and you all, the whole school, um, you know, for the great work that you're doing. Yeah. So, um, Okay. What um what is there anything else that um we I know you're working busy but any positive other stories in your community that you've heard of anything that anybody is doing in the community is uh, this um positive a positive story you want to share? Oh well, the positive thing is that people are like looking out for each other and checking on each other. Mm-hmm. And like businesses, even though restaurants are closed, they are providing lunch for people and serving meals. Mm-hmm. And then I also notice, like with small kids, like you know, if they have a birthday, mm-hmm. that people would you know drive by and wish them a happy birthday and honk the horn. Oh, that's great! Great neighbors, but people being really neighborly, huh? And then I was on a Zoom call the other day, and one lady was her birthday. So mm-hmm. at the end of the call, all of a sudden, all of these people showed up on the call and started singing happy birthday to her. <laughs> so it was like a pleasant surprise for her. Oh, that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay, that's good. Well, Fan, anything um, before you go, last thing, anything you want to say to encourage our listeners? Well, I, <laughs> not that it haven't. I mean, not that you haven't given us some encouraging information, but anything else that you want to just well, yeah, say? Well, yeah, I would just like to say to everyone to to be strong and to be positive and to make sure they follow the CDC guidelines, like wear masks, stay six feet away from people, make sure you wash your hands constantly because this virus is just easy, it's very easy to pass around. And I know all the states are saying they're going to open back up, but I want people to still be very cautious, you know. Right. Yeah, because this virus, I mean, I've never seen nothing like this before, and it's just unbelievable how fast it's killing people. Yeah, yeah. Van, before you, before I let you go, um, would you please, because I'm at the beginning, I know we were having some issues with the sound, so I just want to make sure, would you tell them once again your name and where you work at and, um, yeah, your title, which you, your introduction at the beginning when you introduce yourself. Oh, okay. I sound Mary Cousin Van, but I'm also Evangeline Motley Johnson. I'm the interim dean at Meharry Medical College. I'm the dean of the graduate school there. And Meharry, of course, most know is a historically black medical school. It's, one of, it's the oldest historically black medical school and i'm located in nashville tennessee thank you thank you van yes that's my i didn't even hear that at the beginning myself but (laughs) yes i was going to tell them that but thank you so much for taking the time she's a busy lady you take care of yourself be safe and stay healthy and i love you and um once again thanks again for your time 
Okay, listeners, yeah, his band just said her husband, Greg, is coming on next, so I have Greg with us now. Greg, stage, well, I already told him your name, but if you say it at your location, and they already know you in Nashville, but if you want to say it again, that's good. We want to hear from you. <laughs> I'm Greg in Nashville. <laughs> okay, Greg, so tell us what's your occupation, or, yeah, well, tell us what your occupation is, and then we'll see if you're working remotely. <laughs> I'm a I'm a spin instructor at the YMCA. Oh. And, uh, I'm not I'm not working remotely. I can't. Okay. We can't go into the the, the gym. Yes, Greg. I was I was trying to see how creative you had become with that. He gave up on you yet. You know this technology is amazing. So. <laughs> I know, but I have I have ride my bike. great great so tell us a little bit about that greg since you're riding your bike so you must see some do you see any great you know any story what's going on as you're riding your bike what are you seeing a lot of people out there a lot of traffic (laughs) so tell us well as a matter of fact uh more people are 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 working out i mean i'm riding the same area i normally ride and as soon as they told people to get outside and you know get some exercise I mean, it's just packed all the time. As a matter of fact, I don't even take the Greenway anymore. I go around it, you know, if I see a lot of cars in the parking lot because a lot of people are working out. A lot of people are getting out with the kids and, you know, everything and, uh, you know, getting some air. And it's pretty nice, to be honest with you. That's great. That's great. And that is a positive thing is it has encouraged people to exercise more and to exercise. And then with the children, I always love to hear when they're out with the children because, you know, I've children these days don't know too much about getting outside (laughs) you know so so that is a great thing that's very positive so have you heard of any um cases do you know of anyone in your friends or family or anybody uh that has the virus i know no one Mm -hmm. i know no one well that's good that's a good thing too and so we want to keep it that way um, let's see, what is, what, what difference, what are some positive things that you're doing? I know exercising, but that's something you usually do. What are some other things that you're doing and make a difference during this time? Well, I'll tell you, I'm doing a lot more meditating. Mm-hmm. I am meditating a lot, doing a lot. I'm in meditation a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm studying the scriptures mm-hmm. again. I've got a new routine where I started, I'm starting in the New Testament, mm-hmm. and I've got um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and, and Luke, and John, mm-hmm. and I'm the Gospels. reading, <laughs> the Gospels, that's mm-hmm. right, I'm reading the first chapter of each, of each book mm-hmm. at a time, so I went through, I, I, I'm in chapter three or four now of um, the books, so I went, I read chapter one of Matthew, chapter one of Mark, Luke and John and it's amazing because I get to see like their perspective Mm -hmm. but not just their perspective but um, just I'm following the gospel it seems like a little bit more because in Matthew the first chapter it's all about Joseph and I never really noticed that before Mm -hmm. but it's all about Joseph and it shows how Joseph was really a man of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really communicated with God. He didn't question God about, you know, 
um, marry the mm-hmm. baby or anything. Mm-hmm. He just did what he had to do. Yeah, that is awesome, Greg. That is so awesome. And you know, that's what that's what and that's why I tell people. I hope that people will use this as an opportunity. And that's what God is. He's speaking loud. He wants our attention. You know, He wants our attention. All that, everything that that took our attention away <laughs> he has now shut it down or either you can do it at home so you don't have those really where they were excuses they weren't reasons but everything that we have put before God he just wants some time you know spend some time with him getting to know him because I tell people read the Bible not to say you read the Bible but you read the Bible to get to know God his character and then once again their stories those stories that Luke and Mark and all the people the Bible people those were great examples for us and that was is education he says study the Bible to show yourself approved not just read yeah, it so right. once again that is such great news and I can see that you've gotten into because it does the Bible is one of the greatest books and what I love is it has a different I love reading the different versions so I don't know what version you're reading but I love King reading James. these okay the King James version which I rarely read now because I <laughs> I read all the different other versions because I took growing up I didn't I didn't understand understand you that's all we had and yeah. so I wasn't really into I didn't like reading the Bible because I couldn't understand all those those that I just oh. didn't understand <laughs> that's why I love Sunday school you know I got my team was from the from the choir and the Sunday school was where that was my foundation for for church and my spiritual growth was from Sunday school so but I'm thankful now we have all these different versions so you can say you know but King James is important because once again, you need to know the basis. So when you go to the different versions, you can relate and you know that they are the same principles exactly, <laughs> of the Bible. Exactly, that, exactly, that's the main exactly, thing. Exactly. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like the language. Uh, you know, the way mm-hmm. it's, and, you know, I like the D's and the D's. You know, it just makes it sound like, you know, I'm reading this book and it's like, you know, it makes me feel good. Yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's, that's, I tell people, whatever, because everybody's experience is different because you're there with God and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So everybody's experience is different. So whatever makes you good and cause you to read it, you know, that is good. That's a great thing. And you he, yeah. and you can share it and, and you know, and have, help other people. So that's great. Now, um, before you go, last questions. Anything that you have to say, not that you haven't encouraged us already, but anything that you want to say to the listeners to encourage them? Anything else? Yeah, I would like to say, like, if, if for whoever, if you can, if you're spending time at home, you know, just start meditating and praying and, you know, get, find a quiet space mm-hmm. where you can spend with, you know, spend time with, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and the other thing too, if you could get out and get some air, get some sunshine, get out and walk around and you know, look at the sky and the trees and the grass and the people and just you know communicate. Wonderful, wonderful. That is so true. I said that you know that vitamin D is the best. The sun is the best vitamin D. You know, and they recommend at least twenty yeah. to thirty minutes a day. That yeah. get that real vitamin D, the natural vitamin it's, D. That's exactly mm-hmm. why I was saying that to mm-hmm. get out, you know, to the sunshine for that vitamin D. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> right, right. And if you have, if you're afraid, you just put your mask on and, and you know go on out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And exactly what what Van said. Be careful when you go out. Wear your mask. 
you know, keep your hand sanitizer with you, you know, that kind of thing too. But just be careful and, you know, mm. that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Thank you, Van and Greg. Nashville, represent Nashville. <laughs> I love you guys. Y'all stay safe and healthy and take care okay. of yourselves. I can't wait till it's over so I can get to Nashville. I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Take care. Okay. Bye. All righty, listeners, we have our next guest on the call. State your name, please, and your location. Oh, I'm Jackie Washington, and I live in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay, thank you, Miss Jackie, Jacqueline. And um, Jacqueline, tell us what your occupation is. Oh, I'm a a research laboratory specialist in the anesthesiology department at the University of Virginia Health Science System. Wonderful. Now, guys, I just want to tell you, this is also my cousin. She's actually the twin to Evangeline that you just heard in Nashville. So this is the sister of Jacqueline. And I want to thank you so much, Jacqueline, for joining. I know you're a very busy lady, too. So I appreciate your time, and I'm not going to hold you too long. So the next um, question is, are you working in the center or how are you working re- uh, remotely or what's your schedule now since um, COVID-19? Well, since I work in a research lab, it's very difficult to work from home, mm-hmm. but I try to work from home as much as I can. At least two days of a week, I have to go in for half a day because some of the things I have to do I need to be on site because we do animal research so we have to check on animals and also I have to do ordering and sometimes I have to generate POs and so forth so and just to check on the lab I'm a lab manager I used Mm -hmm. to do bench work research but now I'm the manager so I have a lot of visiting scholars which is ironic from China Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I have to I'm responsible for them and making sure they have everything they need to do their research even though the doctor tried to cut back they closed the University of of Virginia the -hmm. School of Medicine and Mm -hmm. the doctor with the student but the doctor he you know tried to cut back on the research but by these people being visiting scholars it's kind of hard you know they're not really fall under the, the guidelines of the university they not students so therefore their research have to keep going you know because he gets in uh grants from washington dc okay. his, yeah his research is hypertension and alzheimer's and the stroke model so you know it's very difficult to cut back you know? yeah we definitely yeah. don't yeah. need no cutbacks on that we definitely need the research to keep going Okay, yeah. so now did you now is, is did, are you all doing any testing for the the COVID um, nineteen or you do you all do any of that at that? Well, well, no, I mean we're not doing in our research lab, mm-hmm. but the University of Virginia on the clinical side they are doing it because we have uh, infectious disease departments and they were working on their own testing for the COVID. And also the hospital is, you know, trained, you know, like the doctors, the anesthesiologists. So when people get to the point of having to be put on a ventilator, then that's where the anesthesiologist will be working. So the doctor I work for, he's clinical and he does research. So he's not coming to the lab because he don't want to expose us right. to any patients. Yeah. Um. But the university is doing research mm-hmm. and they also, you know, have their own test in-house, you know, to mm-hmm. test for the COVID. Okay. Yes. So they, so they're, they're really well prepared at the university. Thank goodness we haven't 
got an overflow of cases like they Wonderful. have in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we have that's everything great. under control. That's that's great. That's good. Yeah. And I know, yeah, we want to try to keep it that way. Certainly, yeah. you yeah. all do. So, okay, um, uh. I almost call you Van Jack. Jackie, <laughs> do you know of any cases, any friends or family or anyone that has um, contracted the virus or had the virus? Because we, we felt, you know, so much the news focus yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, touches everybody's life, really. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do. I know one was a minister. I think apparently before people realized what was going on with this COVID, um, they had a few large gathering gatherings of funerals and mm-hmm. some gospel concerts. And one of the ministers that I know was exposed to it, and he passed away oh, last week. Sorry and then, to hear that. yeah, yeah, my husband he has a relative, and they are sister, and they are niece. They contracted COVID. But thank the Lord, they both survived. The, the mm-hmm. daughter, she or their niece, are almost got to the point of almost passing away. But then she just made, you know, a complete turnaround. And, and she's on, you know, coming back. And mm. But they both, you know, they can't, I think, do for themselves. So they have to have, you know, nursing home care, mm-hmm. you know, until they can get back on their feet. But mm. just thank the Lord that Praise they God. survived. Yes, yes, because yes, yeah. we know people are surviving. It's a rough journey, but they are, you yeah. know, for some, it really is. And I guess it once again, it depends on what stage, how soon you catch it. I mean, yeah. how, you know, yeah. that they have the virus, the sooner, like anything else, the sooner you catch it, the better. So, oh, yeah. but that's good. We're thankful um, because we, once again, we know that people are surviving. It's just not yeah. all deaths. If you get it, you you know, that's it. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, tell us of any um in the, in your community any positive things you see um happening in the community um from because there are positive things going on. So, in your community, have you seen anything um positive that you would like to share? Well, yes. Well, I live sort of in a, a rural area. Even though, you know, we had the University of Virginia here in Charlottesville, which is, you know, has about over 30,000 students, but since they're all away, you know, we don't seem to have a really, you know, a big outburst of the COVID-19. But when they come, as you notice, a lot of people, you know, they need food, mm-hmm. you know, and so in the community, people, the food banks are helping out. And then a lot of people got the stimulus money. They taking it and donating it. Like I say, and this, and yeah. And then also the thing that really touched my heart was at the university by closing down. Then, you know, a lot of people who were working in the cafeteria, those people lost their jobs. And so yes. there was one student who went and did a GoFundMe page for one of the ladies. She'd been working for the university for probably over 30 years you know, in the food service division. Mm-hmm. And so after he, you know, made it aware that, you know, he was raising money, then the university, they set aside a certain amount of money to help the people, you know, who were working in the food wow, service industry wonderful. and housekeeping. And, you know, then a lot of the, the restaurants and things, and like with a lot of farms in the area, and they all donating food to help the children who's out of school. Because you don't realize the children do know a lot of them get their meals when they go to school. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a lot of 
Yeah, good positive things, you know, people helping people. That's what I like to wonderful. see. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's the wonderful things that we did, should yeah. be happening all the time. But when we have tragedies and challenging things like this, that's when yeah. people start really to do what we should be doing all the time. So that is great. That's oh, yeah. great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, what I know you're very busy, so I was going to ask <laughs> if there's anything. What are you doing that's different in your life, positive that uh, you know that that's helping others? Well, I'm trying to stay do my part by staying at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does that helps. That's what they're really well, saying. Yeah, yeah, but also, you know, my husband, he's a postal worker, so he haven't, you know, he's essential, so. He's been going to work mm -hmm. every day, but his mother, she's 87 and she lives in town. So when me and my son, we go, you know, check on her. And when I, you know, cook meals, I send her food and, and we Wonderful. check on her. And then we have like, the, we have a lot of elderly members in our church and I'll call them and check on them and make sure, you know, they're doing mm -hmm. okay. And mm -hmm. then I call relatives that live out of town to touch bases, you know, with them, mm -hmm. you know, get to keep in touch mm -hmm. and make sure, you know, everybody's doing it. Because I'm not a computer person with the Facebook. So mm -hmm. I just call my relatives <laughs> and wonderful. check on them. <laughs> that's what I tell you. That's one of you doing yeah. a lot. So that's what I tell people. I say, you know, God has still left us with his phone and his computers yeah. so we have wonderful technology so that's what you can do you can call somebody you know you it's something <laughs> that everybody can do and certainly pray so <laughs> it's oh, something yeah, we all that can that. do yeah yeah really. the other nice thing that we did at the easter time since it's my husband's family couldn't get together one of his nieces she set up a zoom mm -hmm. conference call for the whole family so we got on that you know wished her about a happy mm -hmm. easter that was a nice wonderful, thing to do too wonderful yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what my family and I have started doing. We're doing this <laughs> Zoom. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. And yeah. I said it's the wonderful ways that, that people can still come together and see each other faces. Although, you know, you're distant and so many people, especially the singers. That's what I try to do. Call the singers to oh, people. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're especially isolated. Um, oh, yeah, that's so true. that's really, really important. And that's really a good thing. So yeah. Van, um, last, excuse me, see, Jack, <laughs> Jackie, um, last thing before you leave, is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners to uh, encourage them? Just, I mean, not that you haven't given us encouraging information, <laughs> but I'm just saying a personal, you know, encouragement. Oh, okay. Well, I would just like to say to everybody that, you know, keep the faith and keep your hand in God's hand because he... He will see us through this, and I know yes. our government is sending mixed messages. It's confusing people, but the scientists and the doctors, we need to listen to what they say. And then, as everyone say, because I watch the view, and Whoopi Goldberg always always say, wash your hands and <laughs> wear your mask. <laughs> so just tell everybody just to be aware of your environment and, and you know, take care of yourself. You know, and like I right. say, God, he'll see us through this, and I, you know, just pray to everybody. You know, be blessed, and I wish everybody the best going forward because we know a lot of these states are trying to open back up. Mm -hmm. So we just need to, you know, to be careful and, and take care of ourselves. Yes, thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate okay. you, Jackie. Thank you so much for your time. I love you, Tim Ronnie. Okay, and the boys, I said hello with the men, I should say. <laughs> and y'all stay safe and healthy. Bye-bye. Okay. okay, all right, bye-bye. Thank you. 
listeners well we're moving right along we have uh, one more call and then a couple of reports so you all guys i'm enjoying myself and i hope you're enjoying it as much as miss mary is with me today on this podcast miss mary conversations with miss mary across the usa thank you and get ready for our next caller well our next guest i should say i keep saying caller our next guest Thank you for being patient. Okay, we have our next guest with us. State your name and your location, please. Sure, my name is Rolanda, and I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, Rolanda, great. Can you speak up just a little bit, Rolanda? Next question is, what is your occupation, Rolanda? I am a program coordinator for an after-school program in the city of St. Louis. Okay. Kindergarten through 12th grade. Wow, kindergarten through first grade. So, uh, uh, 12th grade, actually. 12th grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Rolanda, tell us, are you working remotely? How does it work? Since you all well, we have our, our center has been closed since March 16th through the social distancing order by the city of St. Louis. Um, so I work partially remote two to three times a week, and then I go into the office the other days to help pass out uh, meals to children under 18. Okay. All righty. Just the children under 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All righty. Um, so tell me, do you know of any cases of any families or friends or anyone that have um, been affected with uh, corona where actually has contracted the virus? Unfortunately, I do. I lost two work colleagues within two weeks of each other um, oh. last month. And um, yeah, it was it was devastating. Mm-hmm. I had to, to hear thank you. I had to shake off uh, the spirit of fear because mm-hmm. again, I do have to go out for work mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> in order to help those kids or families that do not have access to food. Mm-hmm. They were dependent on us, so. Um, Fortunately, um, my immediate family, my my son, my mother, and my brothers, they are all safe and healthy. I even Mm -hmm. have one that lives in New York, and he's doing well as well. That's good. Praise God. Yeah, because New York was hit hard, too, I hear. So that's good to hear. Yep, and then the fact that you're going out and then you're coming back in to family, so that that's a lot of sh- stress too. With um, you know, the people that are on the that's the thing we have to be really prayerful about the people that are on the front line. That you know, the medical people that are going in to help and having to come home with their families and that type thing. So it's always good to hear that people are doing well and um you know, just taking care of and practicing and the guidelines and everything to safeguard themselves. Okay. Exactly. But I did, um, 
No, go ahead. Anything else you can tell us, um, you know. Well, one thing that I wanted to share was that um, a lot of times fear is uh, around misinformation. Mm -hmm. And that is if someone contracts the virus, it's basically at first it was thought of being just a death sentence. And I know about people who have uh, from testimonies at church and hearing from other people that have caught contracted it but were able to be healed mm -hmm. and go home and um they're recovering nicely mm -hmm. so um but sometimes people who do pass are it's because of other complications mm -hmm. that they have, so. right thank you and thank you for sharing that that is so true and that's what we were just sort of we would mention on the last call we were talking about it depends on what uh, well, it depends on it's a lot of factors. Once again, the health issues that the person has. And then, uh, two, I mentioned how at what point it's caught, you know, if it's caught at the beginning stages or they had, you know, and didn't know it. So that is good. Once again, uh, I'm glad you interjected that. So tell me any in, in your um, community, how any positive um, things that you would like to share, any positive stories or things that you see going on in your community that since um, COVID has has come, <laughs> um, what is going on positive? Uh, the thing, the, the good that is coming out of it is that uh, people are helping being open to receive and give help to others mm -hmm. more so I I live in a, a community um, that has good neighbors naturally but um, I think people even um, you know so for example I've had some some neighbors that can't go to the store because mm -hmm. of their condition mm -hmm. so I know I try to make it a point to grab whatever they need and bring it to them mm -hmm. and maybe we may sit and talk a little bit longer mm -hmm. <laughs> from a distance mm -hmm. um, just because you know they mm -hmm. miss that human interaction or the connection mm -hmm. I also would say that um, there are programs all around the city and um, the state that are serving meals we serve over 400 children mm -hmm. weekly um, and it, it's something about helping other people that gives me satisfaction. Yeah, wonderful. And we've been hearing that. We've been hearing that today with the other guests um, on the podcast. They've been saying the same thing. And it isn't an amazing because we were talking about our education today was on. I did an education on the spiritual. And so that's what I was telling people to remember that uh, no matter what it looks like, that God is always he's going to turn whatever bad into good and so these are the wonderful things that we should have been doing anyway but it's gotten you know you see it more and more like even washing your hands now that's something we should have been doing anyway but you got to tell people to wash that <laughs> their hands but once again um the positive thing of just seeing how people have becoming more of love with kindness is loving that that it shouldn't be a, a something that's challenging like this it should be everyday behavior so um god is good <laughs> and so that's good and, and and what will happen is that 
when things go well, once they go back to normal, but things will be different, we can move on from this, that people will keep those habits, you know, they will keep it become not a habit, well, yeah, but practice it and it will be, they will, they're growing. I always say the challenges, once again, make us closer and wiser. So, I that, agree. yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, moving on, the next question I wanted to ask you is um, what is, and that's I think that's the last thing. Yes. What is in care where you told us about your work and then what you're doing? So, yes, the last thing is what else? Um, not that you haven't told us things to encourage us already, but your personal encouragement. You have anything personally you would like to leave with the listeners as to encourage them? Sure. Um, I agree with you that we are definitely going back to basics, being able to have a reset in our minds about the priorities, mm-hmm. what's going back to what's important, and not to get so hurried and rushed um, in our schedules and our daily lives. Um, and I think it's important to place God in our families and our communities. Um, to take the time out to seek ways to help them. It's important to focus on the things that are positive because mm-hmm. it's easy to get caught up in a whirlwind of negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in those moments when we have uh, time alone or um, our schedules are out of sync. So I know that scripture, which seems to be really popular, mm-hmm. but it's true as the Second Timothy 1, 7 through 9. Mm-hmm. And God is yeah, so God has not given us a spirit of fear. You do not have to accept um, fear. Right. You actually replace certain thoughts um, with the things that are good, things to hope for, things you look forward to when things change. Mm-hmm. Or the things that um, in this moment, what you're grateful mm-hmm. for. So. Very good. Because take your power, because fear, once again, is very powerful, but. Once again, God gave us a spirit of power and love. So just really focus in on that love, love on people. Don't be afraid because once again, when we're obedient and doing what God has called us to do, he's going to take care of us. We're trusting and believing in his word. Um, Psalms 91, he's going to protect us. He's going to take care of us. So thank you so so much. Because when you said that about... um you know, it just feels good to see when I see someone come and grab their meals to go or pick up something with their kids and just having, like you said, showing them that love, that touch of, um, you know, just that exchange. Mm-hmm. So Wonderful. You. Yeah, because you, you can still keep and smile. You can smile across the room. You know, you give them a, a big yes. smile, the big <laughs> smile. You don't have to. They can certainly do that in your social distancing, your distancing. So... Once again, yeah. that always makes a world of difference. The beautiful smile that you have. So, thank you. <laughs> and thank you, my friend Rolanda. Once again, that's from um, St. Louis, Missouri, represented here on our podcast. I love you, and thanks again for your time, Rolanda. I appreciate you so much. Bye bye. You are welcome. Be blessed. Okay, listeners, so you have been listening to our guest 
with conversations with Miss Mary across the USA. And that was our last guest. Um, I do, however, have a couple of people who couldn't be with us. And I did want to um, give a report. One of them being um, my cousin from Virginia, Vicki, couldn't be with us because she is. Um, but she did send a report for me. So I'm just going to read that to you. She is from Virginia, Danville, actually my home hometown. However, she's in Maryland now. Um, because she is an educator. She worked for the school system there. And she said, um, she said, thank, I'm just going to read what she sent me. She said, thank you for asking me to participate in your podcast. Now, you know, I'm too shy to do that. But we got out of school on the 14th, a week before spring break. We were in the process of getting ready for the, to do the SOLs. And it, it never happened. And so that's some type of test. Um, she says, I'm in D.C. with my grandbaby trying to help them out since they are working from home. My days have been tiring and rewarding at the same time. She goes on to say the Pennsylvania County, which is in Virginia, wasn't set up for the coronavirus scare. The teachers were hit with a lot of challenges communicating with students on the Internet. Some kids didn't have access to the Internet and reasonably they set up why recently they set up Wi-Fi at the different schools. Meals have been handed out daily for students. And she says this virus has made everyone work as a team to help provide the best education possible each and every student, but with the help of our Lord and Savior, we can do it. And don't forget the parents. Okay, listeners, and that was Vicki Barnes once again from Danville, Virginia, my hometown. And so I really appreciate Vicki uh, sending us that report, um, sending me that report, allowing me to share it with you. So I have one more uh, report. I did speak with a dear friend of mine um, in Chicago, and um, she wasn't able to be um, on the podcast with me. She is a caretaker, and we know that, um, once again, caretakers are very dear and near to my heart. Um, But she did share with me um, that uh, she... Really, a lot of her time is spent um, with her mom. She takes care of mom, uh, has Alzheimer's. And she was saying that, um, you know, in the mornings, uh, it's just like it is here in Georgia. And I don't know if I ever said, just thought about it. Miss Mary is in Georgia. So um, she was saying just like here, she goes to the grocery store in the morning and she only goes to two stores and they're once again, it's national, um, you know, around the, the country, we're distancing and everybody's following the guidelines. Everybody has the same rules, but she was telling me that, um, once again, that, um, she just goes and get back as quickly as possible following the social distancing and um, that like caretakers, they're faced with many challenges um, taking care of uh, their loved ones, their patients, and um, just trying to take care of her mom and make sure that um, they are cared for because uh, that, once again, the seniors are most vulnerable. So um, 
that is Toya and I just want to thank Toya and um, we just keep Toya and her family her mom lifted up in prayer as well as everyone else um, and just thank everyone all of my guests uh, today uh, who participated um, and so you have really been a blessing to us and just shared once again the conversations with Miss Mary around the USA across the, across the USA thank you listeners once again um, it has truly been a blessing um, to just hear um, the positive things too as well as that that's going on um, around um, the country with uh, COVID-19 I want to um, leave you with this and encourage you um, and then we're going to do um, I'm going to do a few announcements like I usually do with just a reminder um, but I wanted to share this as we've been talking about today and getting some education on our um, uh, feeding our spirit we often talk about uh, the physical food but once again it is very important uh, the feeding the spirit is very important and I always love, that's what I start my day off with. That is so important before I get physical food, spiritual food. Um, it just makes so much difference for me. But um, that spiritual food is very important. So uh, prayerfully, prayerfully, like uh, Greg was saying, he has now started to to meditate and um reading the word so that is truly good news and that's what this time once again we have time to prioritize our life um, God has truly given us an opportunity to do that and to make better choices um, in our life and so um, I just wanted to share and leave this with you um, in this devotional that I'm always talking about that we distribute I want to share this um, lesson, this selection, um, because I think it's so great. And ironically, not ironically, I, and once again, as a believer, I don't believe ironic. I think everything happens for a reason. But it's today, as we were talking about and feeding the spirit, and we've been talking about just, you know, pretty much everybody was saying, pray, spend time with God. I heard that from my guest, um, you know, and all the positive things are going on, how the neighborhoods people are stepping out in the neighborhoods and being very neighborly and things that haven't been happening all the positive things that should have been happening so it is great it is challenging challenges like this um that come about um once again the challenges grow us they help us to to, to become closer and and more love and kindness and compassion all of these things that we be sh we should be showing it should be a habit um but when something like this happens it becomes once again you see it but it should be with us all the time so um listening to everyone today that has really been um you know, pretty much everyone had that to say we're, we're seeing things, the love, the kindness and um, just being good neighbors and not just when I say neighbors, of course, not just the people living next to you. It's have been happening in the communities, of course, but neighbors, anyone, you know, everybody, whoever you meet or you see that needs help, that you can help them um, fill in that need. 
So we want to remember and smile, you know, smile once again. As I said earlier, you don't have to, um, you can stand a long ways away. You don't even have to be the six feet, but give people a smile. So, but anyway, this is the story that I like to, to share with you. We started a, um, a selection and I think it's about four actually, but this was the first one. And this was actually my morning um lesson devotion today um and it says why should the why study the bible um it is titled like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word word and the scripture is first peter 2 and the second verse first peter 2 and the second verse if you still have your pen and paper write that down and go and you'll see this, this scripture is actually the title, like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word. And it begins with daily Bible study is essential to your spiritual growth. Professor Howard Hendricks writes, when our kids were youngsters growing up, we set up a growth chart on the back of the closet door. As they grew, they begged us to measure how tall they'd gotten and record it on the chart. It didn't matter how small the increments were. They bounced up and down with excitement to see their progress. One time after I measured one of my daughters, she asked me that sort of question. You wish kids wouldn't ask, Daddy, why do people why do big people stop growing? How could I explain that big people don't stop growing? We just grow in different directions, in a different direction. I don't know what I told her, but this day the Lord is still asking me, Hendrix, are you growing old or are you growing up? How about you? Uh, how long have you been a Christian? Nine months? 99 years. The real issue is how much have you grown up? Step up to God's growth chart and measure your progress. That's what the Apostle Paul meant when he wrote, like newborn babies, long after the pure milk of the word. So that by it may, excuse me, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. Just as baby grab for the bottle, you grab for the Bible. The baby has to have milk to sustain its life physically. And you have to have the scriptures to sustain your, spiritual, your, spirit, your life spiritually. So the first reason for studying the Bible, for studying the scriptures, is that it is a means of spiritual growth. It is God's primary tool to develop you as an individual. So once again, taking time each day and preferably, I love my morning time. God wakes me up very early in the morning. I think I've shared with you. I don't use an alarm clock. No, he wakes me up. I'm usually three or four o'clock getting up in the morning. But I love that time because it's so peaceful and quiet. And it's just like it's just me and him. You know, the and, and the whole world is asleep. And I, that quiet time is such an awesome time. It's the best time. And I so enjoy my time. And I could not imagine not having that time and not spending that time with him. 
I go through the day from peace and calm. And um, once again, it just makes all the difference in your day, spending that time with him and talking to him about I don't have to I don't have to worry, just giving it to him and uh, covering, you know, just just letting him let it go. Let God. So that is so important um, to be able to have that that relationship with him. Once again, that spiritual growth is so important. This feeding your spirit is so important. So I encourage you today um, with that. And um, once again, we do distribute this um, quarterly. So it is a great devotional, and I love to call it a tool. It's very educational growth for your spirit, uh, helps you with your spiritual growth. It's called the word for you today. And if once you would like to um, be a part of a recipient for this uh, devotional book, please text me or contact me or call me 678-910-4856. Once again, that number is 678-910-4856. Thank you, listeners. I want to thank you once again, um, you for joining me on this podcast. And uh, I want to thank you for sharing these podcasts. I know you are. Um, That's your homework every week. I also want to remind you to each week to please make sure that you, um, since we still upload the podcast on uh, Tuesdays, to um, we're still uploading them to SoundCloud. Um, you can get it on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast. Um, those uh, are the platforms that we're on. And then I recommend also um, going to the website. Go directly to the website, which is the quickest way. Um, actually to get to the podcast you'll see at the top of the menu it says listen to podcast just click on that and you have um, all of those um, platforms right there that you can click on and um, uh, you know once again that's the the simplest way I promise you it's very simple um, and easy the website is very easy to navigate through um, because we do want you to go there and utilize, check out that resource center. It is awesome. It has lots of um, resources there. So you want to go um, to the website so you can also not only get the um, podcast there, but there are some certainly some um, resources on the resource center in the resource center that uh, perhaps will be helpful for you. And if not you, someone else you can recommend and share and please share it. Um, and also on our website, um, we're excited once again about our secure site now. Um, you can feel comfortable making your donations there on the website. We do accept Cash App. It's there, PayPal, and Zelle. And uh, please continue to pray for us and everyone else as we um, you know, go through this time that too shall pass. So um, we want to make sure we um, do that. Pray for everyone on the front lines, uh, all of our, everyone. Um, things we don't even think about, can't even imagine. The other week someone said something about the, the truck drivers that um, is facing some challenges and along the highway stopping and, and people don't want them to use the restrooms and that type of thing. 
and they have, you know, they're trying to get us food to the things that we need to the grocery stores and um, gas. So it's so many things to be prayerful about um, with, with um, you know, all over the world. Pray for the world, the nation, our leaders, um, and everyone who is um, making decisions um, that affect all of us. So we want to continue to, once again, be prayerful and spend that. It's so important to spend time and, and with God. Listeners, I don't think I gave you our website. I um, want to make sure I give you that. Um, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash from victim to victory LLC.com. Once again, our website is HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash from victim to victory LLC.com. So want to make sure you go there and um, get the podcast and check out our resource center as well. And um, there are other resources there um, that's in the resource center. And um, before we sound off, once again, I want to say thank you to our guests today. Um, We want to say thank you to Valerie um, from California, Antioch, California. I want to say thank you to Greg and um, Evangeline, Nashville, Tennessee. Also, Jacqueline Washington, Charlottesville, Virginia, Raylanda from St. Louis, Missouri, and our um, reporting, um, Vicki Barnes, Danville, Virginia, and um, Toya Williams from Chicago. Thank you guys so much for your um, participation, taking your time out, joining us on podcast 13 um, conversations with Miss Mary across the USA thank you so much and my listeners I want to thank you once again thank you for joining me each week listening and sharing and um, of course everyone once again we're praying for everyone please Stay safe. Um, continue to follow the guidelines and stay home as much as you can. Um, but use wisdom. I know they, they're opening, um, you know, businesses up. But once again, be wise. And, um, you know, God God says that um, his people perish because of lack of knowledge. And he gives us wisdom. And if you don't have wisdom, once again, as James says in the, in the great book, ask. That if you lack wisdom, ask. So please, once again, stay safe. Continue to follow the guidelines, uh, distancing, wearing the mask, um, gloves and sanitizing, and washing, certainly washing your hands um, often. And just continue to follow those guidelines that have been set in place for your protection and the protection of others. Okay, and I keep everyone lifted up in prayer. Um, and until next time, sounding off, 
This is Miss Mary. I love you all. I've certainly enjoyed my time with you. It has been a great pleasure. Be blessed. <laughs>